Before we dive into the conversation, let me just set the tone for you, is that this episode is all about you, the listener, eavesdropping in on the conversations that I'm having with my special guest today, who you'll get to meet through the conversation. Now, we're going to be sitting at a coffee shop where you can grab a table next to ours and listen in to what we're talking about when it comes to entrepreneurship, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. And before we get into the conversation, before I bring on my guests, let me also just mention to you that if you need any help with your business, whether it's to figure out what tools to use to help you with your online visibility or how to go live, be sure to check out my website at troxel.com because that is where I have all of the resources for you, both free as well as paid, and can help point you in the right direction. If you just need to hop on a call, feel free. There's an option there as well as a chat. So let's make it happen. All right. Now let's dive into the conversation. So tell me a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. So I am the CEO and principal consultant of Leadership Lady. Um, We are a learning and development company that helps people close leadership and soft skills gaps to improve operational efficiency. So to help people get more things done. Yes, that is huge. And how did you get started with all of this? Well, my route was not um, the traditional route. This is my second career. So there was a, a career transition, but I actually wrote a book. Oh, um, and my book is Focus, Productive Leadership in Action. And the book was the springboard for my business. I started um, getting asked to come and speak and do trainings and one thing led to another hi carla and boom here's a business (laughs) and isn't that how it typically happens too is that we start hearing things that and start paying attention to them a little bit more and then all of a sudden it's like bam we got we got something going on here (laughs) right 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 and with the book, was that more of an outline for you? Like, is that kind of what set the, the, the foundation for you? Is that that was kind of like the plan? And then all of a sudden things just started to evolve from there? Well, the book actually came out of response for where I was currently working and some volunteer work. Um, I, you know, I've always coached and trained and spoken and you know, represented the organizations where I was in different areas. <clears throat> and I remember one day it was a very hard season <laughs> kind of for our, for the place where I was. Um, kind of similar to like where everybody's dealing with right now. Yeah. I re- we were going through a lot of change. There's a lot of change in leadership. And I was over a group of teachers. And I remember telling them, guys, you got to stay focused on the main thing. You know, at that point in time, which were children. Yeah. And um, I realized, I remember one day, I don't know, in a meeting, I said, I was like, you guys will make me write a book for you one day telling you how to stay focused. Well, guess what? It happened. That. <laughs> it happened. So that's how it started. Um, it pivoted from in, not only encouraging and trying to help them stay focused, but really tapping into some of the things that I saw in leadership in a lot of different places, Um, you know, from people being burnt out to knowing how to delegate, knowing like really understanding yourself and understanding your team better. Like 
That's how it started. Yeah, and when you think about how that has evolved, how have people been able to find you? Has it been a lot of word of mouth? Has it been uh, ads on social or just Google ads? Like, how are people discovering you? Because what you have is is amazing. Right. So that's a good question. Um, it initially started as word of mouth, kind of impromptu. Oh, Ashley wrote a book, you know, and some said, "Oh, can you come speak about your book?" Um, or come give us a nugget about your book. And then that led to other conversations. So a lot of like just face-to-face interaction um, and word of mouth, that's how it started. And then I discovered like the power of social media, (laughs) right? Um, And how powerful that is. And so some very, you know, intentional things on social media from Facebook to Instagram, but then even more powerful for my particular business has been um, not just Facebook, but LinkedIn. Ah, the untapped source. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about LinkedIn because I know that that's something that always comes up and people are always, you know, it's kind of like, well, it's actually, it feels almost like our Facebook pages these days where we're kind of like, well, I have an account and I have something there, but I'm not really doing anything. It's just collecting dust. I know I need to get over there, but I'm not. Right. Right. So it's, I mean, like between Facebook and LinkedIn, um, but to answer your question, I mean, so much. It, in, I think a lot of people, you, you may do some of this work or know people who do this work. When you are becoming a business owner, you have to find your space. You have to really find your, your playground, so to speak, your sandbox. You have to find like your area where your people are, um, that you're you're really called to serve and that your business is really, you know, created to serve and to help. Yes. And I found that a lot of them were on LinkedIn. A lot of them were on LinkedIn. And so, you know, I'm still learning a lot about how to utilize it, um, but there's been a lot of good that has come out of that for me especially since my business is um, more B2B, there's B2C, but it's more B2B. And so there's a, and which is business to business, if you're watching, um, and if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, um, some some businesses do businesses directly to consumers. Um, You just go and purchase and then some to other businesses, so. And and when it comes to the uh, different atmosphere for LinkedIn versus Facebook, what have you felt is kind of, different when you know you open up the door and you go into that room for linkedin versus right. room to facebook. facebook um linkedin is is i would say more professional um in terms of the formality in which you know the posts that you'll see and, um just think as if you were like if you were going to a on a, a meeting right or <laughs> if you're going to the office that's how i think about linkedin Facebook is a little bit more personal. Um, it should you use it that way. Um, you can think about it as if you're going into the living room, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I like that. LinkedIn kind of office. Facebook, okay, we're just sitting down in the living room having a conversation. Um, you know, you can share the same same services and products, but a slightly different feel and a different formality. Yes, and I like how you tied that into 
the home where everyone is working from now. <laughs> from the living room on Facebook to the office, which is LinkedIn. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, when it comes to uh, Facebook versus LinkedIn, there's so much opportunities, but like you said, you have to find your space. You have to feel what's comfortable for you. You know, I think for a lot of people, they prefer the living room which is Facebook versus the the office and having to have everything perfect and tidy and, you know, ready to go in case the boss walks in type thing. Um, at least I know that's how I feel sometimes when I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, when you're using social media in your marketing efforts, what other tactics are you using? Are you using social posts plus email marketing? Are you getting into video marketing at all? Like, what are you using to help with that? Because that's always something I know entrepreneurs are, are always trying to figure out like what's best for them and all these different avenues because there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot. And I mean, it, it took me a while to kind of figure out the things that people are responding to and there's always something new that you have to learn about it, but it's a it's a mix um, of educational posts to some inspirational and motivational posts to video, right? Um, yeah. It's it's a mix, and I do use email campaigns. Um, I use some outside platforms that are not connected to like any of the popular social media um, platforms. So some things like Alignable. And um, I have a, this app called Shuffle, so you can like directly message people on this. So, a couple of different things in case you know, yeah, something happens. But yeah, and that's the key too. You know, is that that's what we're always trying to remind each other is that social is great, and by all means, we need to embrace it and use those platforms. But we also have to have backup, and we also have to make sure that it's not the only place our business shows up because things can happen and right. they have happened and they will continue to happen, you know? And so we have to make, be mindful of that and, and remember that. Absolutely. And that shuffle, tell me more about that. Cause you know, I'm a techie and I like to always know things. I'm like, I'm like shuffle. What is this all about? Like, what is that about? Wow. So shuffle was introduced to me about four years ago. Um, I am, you know, I'm a big little social butterfly. Uh, yeah. live events so i'm like really missing my live in living color events right now um, yes everything is virtual now for right now not everything but most things are virtual but before then um at live events you know we would bring business cards yeah you bring postcards you bring whatever your marketing material was and i found myself one of the things i did not like was collecting all of these business cards not because I didn't like the people or weren't interested in their business. I just had a stack of business cards that just kept piling up. I'm like, what do I do with all of this? Yes. And I remember thinking one day I was driving, I was like, somebody needs to find a way to digitize this. At this time, point in time, either I was not aware of like LinkedIn's feature or it may not have been out to where you could just scan each other's like barcode and you know find somebody's profile or what have you. And not everybody's on Facebook. Um, and I just didn't want to rely on social media to be in touch with people. So yeah. there's still a phone and there's still email. 
So I met this lady at an event and she was like, have you heard about shuffle? I was like, no, nah, what is that? She's like, well, it's a way you can get a, somebody's business card and you can, um, you can create a digital card. So you can create a digital business card. You take a picture if they have, if you just have one card left, then I found myself running out of cards, right? So if you just have one card left or they have one card, you just take a picture of it. It transfers all their information and it creates, you know, like a, a contact for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're able to create digital business cards that you can text to people, you can email to people. And so it was kind of, it was that alternative that I was looking for. <laughs> yes. I love that you bring that up because that's, what I talk about a lot, especially a few years ago as well, is that digital business card. It's a great thing to have. Obviously right now, it doesn't really matter because we're all at home, but in general, it's always great to have because, I, listen, when I'm out and about, I just have usually my phone, my wallet's with that, and it doesn't hold a whole lot. I don't want to have a bunch of my business cards on me. like. It, you know, I, I'm the I'm the tech guy. I'm digital. I want to be able to just what's your number? Let me text it to you. And so, right. <laughs> so important that that everyone has some kind of option like that, which is great. Shuffle. I have to look. I feel like I probably know it, but it just there's so many out there that I just right. can't get a visual on on what it is right now. But I'll and, be looking it up. Yeah, Google it. it. And if you if you Google LFI um, shuffle, it, it should pop up. I like that. Let's check it out. But yeah, it's helped me, so. And um, when you were going to these events, how were you attending? Meaning, I know for me, I don't go, I, ha I hadn't gone to a lot of events prior uh, just because schedules and things. But when I did, a friend gave me a really good tip, which which I'll share afterwards. But I'm just curious, when you go to events, how do you prepare yourself? Because they can be pretty crazy. <laughs> right. Well, one, you need to know what, I mean, it depends on what type of event, right? Because not, they're just different types. Um, it's not even about them all being created equal. They're just different. Um, so if it's an event strictly for networking, you need to go with your networking hat on. If it's an event that is educational, like if you're going to a conference or a workshop, um, you know, have your learning hat on, but also expect to meet some people. If you're going as a vendor, right? So you're selling products um, and or you're speaking or what, what have you, you need to have that hat on, of course. And I, I, I would just believe always have your networking hat on because you just yeah. never know who you'll meet um, and what connection you can have. But the first step is to figure out like what type of event it is and then like what perspective you need to have because that'll determine how you prepare. Um, I'd say always show up as your best self to your best ability, you know, and just um, be prepared to talk about how you can help people. I read this book called The Networking Tree. Oh. Yeah, very helpful book that broke down how to network better and if you're a person who really does not like to network or you have trouble like meeting new people easily and engaging in conversation is probably helpful and yeah. if you just want to continue to stay sharp in that area it's a good a good book to read but um something that i took out of it that i still use to this day and it still helps 
is going with a strategy and it's three prongs. So the first one is when you go to events, always have your eye and it's not like you're on the hunt, right? <laughs> you're just kind of like aware of who it is that you can serve through your business. So if there are people who are like, I need help because I can't stay focused or I want a training program in my organization or I really want to know myself better. I'm always looking for those kinds of people. Um, and that kind of happens through conversation, um, you know, and things you see in here. Second thing is want to be looking for people who can help you. So where do I need help in my business? Um, just kind of, you know, so knowing like, you know, where your strengths are and where your areas of growth are. And then yeah. the third thing that I do when I, I go and of course now virtually is who could I possibly connect to each other? Like people within my sphere of, of influence and network based on our conversations, who might need their services or vice versa. So it's never just like about just my business, but like who else in my community may have a need that I may be able to connect them to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think that's a huge one. You know, there's a lot of us who are more uh, introverted, like myself, who, who would prefer to like wait till, you know, you're in the right space and the right situation for it to be a little bit more open for you and to be in your zone. And then there's a lot of people who are very extroverted and who are, you know, where, here's my business card and, and how about you? And then they're on to the next one. And what I have found at networking events is, is that when you see those, I guess you can call them power networkers, um, it feels like it's just a transaction versus an actual establishment of a relationship. And so that's why mm -hmm. I like what you said there at the end is that be willing to connect with others and, and be able to see who you can connect in your network because that really stands out and that really is cute versus how many business cards can I collect and how many business cards can I give out today? Right. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, everything starts with a relationship and really being genuinely interested in like the people that <laughs> your product and services are going to help. Like it, it has to start there. It has yeah. to start there. Yeah, because, you know, one thing I always talk about with uh, clients is that, you know, trying not to get focused on the numbers in terms of like the vanity metrics, like the follower count and, and the likes, because those don't necessarily, that's not like there's more to it than just those numbers, right? Like you have to dive deeper into that. And so, so many people get caught up in those numbers and then they feel like they're either validated or they're not based off of those. Right. Right. And you want the right kind of customers and clients that that's a good fit for yeah. your business. Like I have learned that not everybody should be my client or customer. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I really am. Um they're 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 good fits, you know, for everything. And that, that's no different in business. Yes. And have you had challenges with that in terms of having clients that you definitely brought them on as a client. You got paid, but it's one of those where you're like, would have been better if this wasn't my clients. I <laughs> <Yeah. know." laughs> 
it's happened. I'm grateful and I'm blessed that it has. It's been like this in comparison to like the wonderful clients I've had, yeah. um, customers I've had, and you know, there's not a lot of difficulty in working with them. Uh, and what I mean by difficulty is like being sure that you want to start the work, being sure about what you want, even if you, even if you don't know how to get there. I'll help you get there. But just be sure that you want it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And and that's a big thing, too, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship is that anybody can start a business. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's hard, but it's fairly easy to start a business in comparison to all the ups and downs we go through managing the business <laughs> and Ooh. carrying it so forth. <laughs> so how have you overcome some of those challenges though you know those struggles where it's kind of like i don't what am i doing here i don't want to get out of bed why do i have a business today (laughs) wow so i think you have to find a reason to want to continue to move forward every single day i mean that's for anything right um even if you're working a regular a nine to five i'll say regular but if you're working a nine to five um that you have to want, you have to have some type of reason or motivation to get up every single day. And so, but when you hit those moments where like, you're like, what am I doing? Like I, I quit or whatever. And I think many of us who have had businesses have been there at some point. Yes. Um, and that could be due to different things. Maybe you're just in a rough spot, in a rough season. Maybe you're getting lots of success and you don't know how to handle it. Um, or it, you know, things may be overwhelming, but you you have to find a reason, whether it's, it's something outside of yourself that keeps you motivated and keeps you going. Um, find something. If it's, it's, if it's a loved one, if it's a purpose, if it's you need to pay your bills, like you needed something, find something to hold on to that will keep you going until it is time to shift or pivot or stop. Yes, I love that. And and, and that's the thing, you know, is to be, a, be open to shifting things, to having that pivot and knowing that whatever season you're in doesn't mean you have to be stuck in that season forever. And, and that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is that you can, you can be flexible. You have to be willing to be flexible, of course, but you can make those changes as needed, which is hard for us to remember that, I think, in the moments when, when we're really struggling, because <laughs> we feel like everything has to be perfect, otherwise we look like a failure to the entire world when really nobody's really watching or paying attention. <laughs> you're, you're a human being, even if they are, because there's some people like, people are watching. But you're human, and so human beings go through things, <laughs> you know? And, and that's why I love live broadcasting. I mean, that's the thing. You, things happen. I mean, you, even earlier, it's like I messed up at the beginning. It's like, okay, nobody maybe would know, but I know in my head I'm like, yeah, that was a little rough. Uh, but it happens. Like, that's the beauty of live. Mm-hmm. That's why I prefer live versus pre-recorded because it's so much easier to me <laughs> that's good because we're live a lot of people for a lot of people live is not easy yeah yeah and i think you know when it comes to 
live. I mean, there's so many things that go through our minds when we're trying to think about even the thought of going live. But I think for a lot of us, it comes down to what we've been taught or heard of in the past when it comes to just video in general. You know, in video production, it's costly, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of, you know, perfection, everything has to be perfect. And, and th that's still true, and, and that still can take place. But now with the opportunity to go live, there, there's that shift and it can be perfect if you want, but it can also just be you and relaxing. And so it, it's helping people see that there's options now. It's not just one way or nothing. Right, right. And when it comes to uh, what you do with work and, and being able to help your clients Tell me a little bit more about the, the soft skills. Like, what are some of the gaps that you're seeing in general for, for most of the people that are coming to you? Oh, communication is big. <laughs> communication, no, I mean, it, it can go so deep um, yeah. from knowing how to say something or knowing how to receive something. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, and understanding all the layers and dynamics of it, of course, for the for the end goal to be an improved relationship, right? Whether it's personal or professional. Yeah. Um, some people need help with their productivity, and so that's where like focus comes in. And, you know, there's a whole training I do that's a it's an acronym, and it um, represents five things that you can do to intentionally get and stay focused. And a lot of that has to do with productivity, right? And so whether that's people needing help with really finding their rhythm and flowing their balance to the season has shifted in their life and now they need to reprioritize. And so how to do that. Um, so those are some of the things that I, I see. Uh, confidence is another one. That was a surprise. I wasn't like, that wasn't on my, in my business plan. Um, but... It was a request, and so, it, of course, that required me to do a lot of research. Yeah. And I'm glad I did, because it's something that can be groomed in people, and it's something that can be taught if they're not as confident as they want to be. Yes, and it's, I love that you bring that up, because that's something that I find with being on camera and going, like, like the confidence part. I mean, I know for even for myself, when I first started, I wasn't confident with being on camera. I didn't like the way I looked on camera. I didn't want to hear myself on camera. Like, I did not want to be in front of the camera. I was the guy behind it. And so forcing myself to step in front of it was, was big. And it has grown me personally, for sure. It's grown my business as well. But personally, it has really helped me with that personal growth and, and building up that confidence level because yeah, you're you're on camera. You're live. Anything can happen. People can judge you as much as they want. Like you're vulnerable, you know. Um, so confidence is a is definitely a big one for being in front of the camera too. Wow. Well, look, kudos to you for embracing that vulnerability. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'm behind the camera and getting yeah. on camera, but yeah, you have a different level of um, I would say kind of mental preparation first. Yes. 
Yeah, it's the inside work first, and then you know, all the other things. It's you know, so true. It has to start on the inside. Yeah, you guys stay focused. Invest in yourself. Um, extremely important. There is one you on earth, one time. And so invest in yourself. And um, if you need any support in any of those areas, please reach out to me at info at leadershiplady.com, www.leadershiplady.com. I have an offer. If you go to level.leadershiplady.com and it's a free ebook um, that gives you 20 ways to stress less. Ooh, sign us up. <laughs> So 20 ways to stress less and please it's yours it's yours only thing it's gonna ask you for is your email so no strings attached there's no hidden fees or anything like that just your email and 20 ways um so you don't have to think about how can i um just kind of like chill out and and really just enjoy life and experience a little bit more peace yes because we all need a little bit more of that now more than ever. Right. <laughs> all right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation uh, with Ashley. And I hope that this inspires you to take some action, connect with Ashley, go over there, check out her free ebook. Put that, I put that in the show notes below. Also, be sure to use something a little different when it comes to being online. Use a different approach if you need to. Uh, use a different platform if you need to. If you're always on Facebook, maybe you try LinkedIn, like Ashley had mentioned she's doing. Uh, if you are used to regular social posts, maybe you try going live every so often just to get a little taste. And again, you have to work on just trying something new. And if you need help with that, especially when it comes to live, please reach out. Uh, the time of this recording, we still have some specials for you uh, regarding the Small Business Saturday. Yes, yes, I'm super excited to still have that available for you. And uh, if you need anything, just reach out and I'll point you in the right direction. Thank you so much for joining and we will catch you on the next show. Take care.